Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome, friends, to another r slash malicious compliance video. Today, we've got a medical compliance story, but first, a story from Ancient Educator 76. Hey, you can't just sit there like that. Let this be the oddest entry in whatever malicious compliance chronicles I have. I'm getting an oil change on my passion red Kia K5 right now. I'm weird and quirky, but I keep to myself in situations like this. I don't strike up conversations, nor do I make any kind of contact with anyone for fear that they may interpret this as an invitation to speak to me. I'm not really a jerk, I just get anxiety talking to actual people. Here's an example of what literally happened just before I got my oil changed while getting gas. Just earlier, I saw the license plate that said DAG with other letters, so I said oh dag without realizing it. The lady getting gas said, oh my grandma's car, she just passed away. I guess she thought I was calling her out for the handicapped plate when she clearly wasn't. I could have said, my condolences, I'm so sorry, I miss my grandma so much. Nope. I go with, dead? That's the worst kind of handicapped. This is why I don't talk to people. So I guess while waiting at the oil change place, I was making a stupid face or looked dead, but I was staring hard at absolutely nothing, praying the lady who walked in wouldn't engage. I prayed to the quail and her family running across the gravel outside this oil change facility slash people zoo slash glass menagerie of hot mechanics and awkward people. She said her stupid stuff about oil change, blah blah, filter blah, but all of a sudden I could feel her stare, like she was trying to see if I was a statue, inching closer with each passing second. This is where my quirks come in because I then tried harder to stay still. I guess I moved an iota because she jumped back and said, Jesus H, you can't just forking sit here like that. She wasn't trying to be funny. She didn't look like a funny person. She looked like she was born mad at the people who made her. She then kept going on about my demeanor, how normal people say hi or at least look, and all I could do was think of some nice malicious compliance. I straightened up, which I, like John Mulaney, hate more than ISIS posed looking off in the middle distance, finger in the air a la Bruno, saying, I'm now going to zit a like this, knowing that if I committed for the entirety of my time there, I'd make a livid woman that much more so. She replied, you ain't funny jerk, and took a seat. Three solid minutes pass when I see in my increasingly fading peripheral that she's been staring intermittently, to the point of finally getting up in a major huff leaving the room to go outside and saying, screw this mess. They called my name 10 seconds later. Most agonizing 10 seconds since boot camp. Well worth it though. I really don't think I'm funny. I really do know I'm a jerk. I mean, honestly, I feel like I kind of fall into the same camp as OP here. If I'm going to places where like, let's say you're at a doctor's appointment or you are getting your oil changed and you're sitting in the cab. I'm not one to just generate conversation like that. I don't really enjoy small talk. I'm not really good at it. I would rather just sit there kind of silently and let things be done. Except for obviously where necessary. What about you guys? If you're in a situation like this, do you generate small talk? Do you talk to them about whatever? 
or would you prefer to just keep it to the minimum and keep things silent and chill till it's over? Let me know in the comments down below. Our next story is from Logic Girl one Can't do anything without a medical reason. A few years ago, I worked under a terrible boss who I shall call Tiff because of all her tiffs. Unfortunately, I'm not exaggerating when I say terrible. She had HIPAA violations on record, writing people up for stuff that she told them to do, writing them up for things that happened when they weren't there, changing people's schedules with no notice, and then getting them in trouble when they didn't show up for the changed schedule, trying to write people up for using FMLA, the general yelling and petty bullying bad managers do, the works. Senior management knew about all this and aided and abetted her. Anyways, after being hauled into a meeting with her and a senior manager, where she lied about me and did her best to paint me as a lazy and a generally terrible worker, I'd had enough. I went to the other senior manager, who shall be called Spineless for reasons you can probably guess, and told him that I couldn't deal with this anymore and I had to be transferred to another department in the store. I had experience in a few other areas which were in high demand, so it wouldn't be hard to find a place for me, it would just be hard to fill my spot in the bakery, especially given it was late in the year and we were always incredibly busy over the holidays. Spineless said no. Well, actually he said that he'd see what he could do, but it wasn't likely to happen because I was too important to the bakery to lose. I pointed out that it was so stressful that it was affecting my health and I really couldn't continue. If I had to, I was going to be calling out. He still said no. We can't do anything unless you have a medical condition. I knew what he actually meant was that there was no way in heck they were actually doing anything, so I should just shut up already. Now unfortunately for him, I don't like subtexts like that, and I didn't feel like dealing with the mistreatment anymore. So I sat there for a moment, debating, and decided to give him what he needed. See, I have a few medical issues that are annoying, but unless they actually keep me from doing my work, I think it's kind of a cop-out to bring them up. But under the circumstances, management was being completely reasonable, so cop-outs it was. So I explained that I had an official diagnosis of anxiety, and due to reasons above, I couldn't work under her. Spineless kind of stopped and looked at me, then said, Uh, okay, we'll see what we can do, but we'll need you to at least get through the holidays. I told him I would do my best, but I couldn't handle the constant threats of write-ups, so he would have to keep her from enacting any disciplinary measures against me. He said, sure. I also added that I really, really didn't want anyone else knowing about my anxiety, as I don't like my personal life being spread about. About a month later, something else happens where a bunch of cakes were ruined, and I was the last one who touched it. They were someone else's responsibility as soon as I was done with them. The other person just hadn't done their part. And Tiff was trying to get me in trouble however she could. Tiff hands me a write-up to sign. I'm furious, but I carefully write down in the comments section that I have a medical condition interfering with my work, which I had already notified senior management of. Then I insist on having her give me a photocopy of it, which they're supposed to do but often don't. I heard from the supervisor who was also present that when she saw what I had written, Tiff had an appropriately shocked Pikachu face and asked if supervisor had known anything about my mysterious medical issue. For once, Spineless had followed directions and not shared private information with the world. I probably should have just escalated to corporate at this point, but I ended up not. Just wrote a nicely worded letter about how I'd requested ADA accommodations. Because anxiety technically can count as a disability, I already had looked it up. And they had done nothing. 
Stuck copies of the letter along with the write-up and a note from my doctor in Spineless's mailbox and in the store manager's mailbox. I should probably point out that by this point, about four other people had left the bakery due to medical conditions, which were directly related to Tiff. They were legit medical conditions but either exacerbated by her or used as an excuse to get away from her, so I certainly wasn't the first person to do this. Lo and behold, when you stuff enough legal terms along with relevant meeting recaps and dates into a letter, people do something about it. I had meetings with both the store manager, who insisted he had heard nothing about this, and Spineless, and they offered to get me out immediately, but asked if there was any possible way for me to stay through Christmas, which was about two weeks away. I didn't really want to be working a different area when everyone else was already crazy busy with no time to catch up, so I agreed under the condition that they changed my schedule so that I was not scheduled with Tiff at any point in time. And what do you know? They got me out right after Christmas. So yeah, ask and you shall receive, jerks. Hilariously enough, come February, Tiff went on vacation and the bakery supervisor asked me if there was any way I could come back to help cover, which of course I could do. Figured I might as well stick it in their face that the manager was the problem, not the department. Sadly, they didn't do anything about her until she transferred to a different store where she's no doubt still wreaking havoc. But I escaped with my sanity mostly intact. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. So it was a win for me. What I don't understand is when there's somebody at your job that is actively like making people mentally worse, how do you as a superior turn a blind eye to that? Like you have to just not care about these people that she's mentally affecting by being so intolerable and this weird toxic situation that is just allowed to continue to run with like minor compromises on the outside of it just totally frustrating this next story is from wafer stock building coordinators are idiots this is a story that happened a couple of years ago so i'm gonna do my best to remember as much of the details as i can 
So I was working in a warehouse a couple of years ago as a dock clerk. My job duties included processing and labeling containers of packages to be shipped globally. I was also one of a handful of forklift drivers in the building. I would have to drive a sit-down forklift from my side of the building to the far side of the building on a regular basis to pick up and move pallets of cardboard Gaylord shipping containers and bring them to the other side of the building. Sometimes I would have to do that at least two to three times during my shift. The various paths they would have set up for me to drive to do that part of my job could be pretty tricky at times, because I would have to raise the pallets into the air very highly at times to make it around certain objects. That wasn't always the easiest task, but it was obtainable to do that for the most part. The building coordinator and I didn't always see eye to eye on things, and we would have regular disagreements on things the whole time I worked as a dock clerk at this job. He would attempt to set things up, and I would look at him and argue about the way that certain things would not work out the way he had them set up. His rebuttal would always be, that's how the higher-ups wanted it, and I would prove him wrong on it just about every time. One day I come into work, and the building coordinator was already there mapping out this one area to set up some new lanes to store the shipping containers in. The problem with the new lanes he was trying to put in place was that now I would have to drive all the way around a conveyor having to drive dangerously close to other co-workers to then be able to drive to the other side of the building. He didn't want to listen to me when I told him that it would make my job and anyone else working in that area now a very dangerous place to work in. The conveyor I would have to drive around would regularly have at least three to four girls working in that area. Also, the area I would now have to drive through is a high-volume area for foot traffic. It was near the break area and closest to security and the closest restroom for a lot of people. So I walked away and gave him one last chance to listen to me. Now for the malicious compliance. Since the building coordinator didn't want to listen to my warning about the way he was setting up things in an unsafe environment, I waited for him to finish setting up the area and then let him leave for the day. Afterwards, I tried to drive a forklift through the now-designated area that he wanted me and any other forklift driver to drive through. Said area had maybe a four-foot gap that I would now have to maneuver a forklift through, with the end of the conveyor and trash cans on one side and rolling bins sitting on the other side. The forklift I was using was roughly barely about that same width and size. I made it about halfway through, trying to go through that gap with a couple of co-workers and a security guard standing there to watch me try to drive through this gap. I had to come at this gap already at an angle because of other containers and items in the area I was coming from. I was headed to grab a pallet of shipping containers to bring back to my side of the building. This was all done in clear view of the security cameras also. Since I had to approach it at an angle, I ended up running into some of the rolling carts and pushing them into a fence on the other side of them. As soon as I hit the carts, I put my forklift in park, went to get my supervisor, explained what had happened and what had led up to it, and told him I would back my forklift out of the area, and then I wouldn't touch the forklifts again until the issue was fixed. The next day, the building coordinator came in specifically on my shift to make sure he could set me up a lane that I could drive through, eliminating the lanes he had set up the previous day. He made sure that he checked with me on what I needed for it. I made sure that the lane he set up was at least two storage lanes wide, clearly marked to not store anything in that area, and was able to drive through it without having to raise the pallets of shipping containers in the air. 
Clearly, this supervisor is not forklift certified. I've seen enough videos on Reddit where things went bad involving forklifts to know if somebody driving that forklift is not confident in the amount of space you've given them, you should make sure that if you can, you give them more space. And our final story of the day is from Neon Chimp. Nope, get your lawyer. So I work at a place that rents storage units, and we have a customer who's a crusty old witch. Wants to complain about everything. In fact, he complained about crap that straight up wasn't true. And when presented with a printout of evidence he was lying, he called us all a bunch of sons of witches and left. Anywho's it's, today he came in for a payment, and when I gave him his total, he became belligerent, stating he has always paid a certain dollar amount and will not pay a cent more. Now, unfortunately, we had to raise prices back in January. It sucks, but I'm not the owner, just a desk monkey, so I don't ask questions. I did, however, personally fold and stuff all the envelopes with the notice we had to increase our rent. So I know he got it. This guy has never paid this increased rate and is falling behind. Today, I was blessed with the holiest of witchiness. I will be speaking to a lawyer about this, which frankly is music to my ears. Every time he wanted to complain, I responded, You have threatened legal action. I will only communicate with you through our attorneys. After a few times of this, I think he realized he screwed up, but I held firm and annotated in the notes his threat and my refusal to help. I mean, although OP is completely in the right here and OP is totally justified, can we all agree that we at least sympathize with this guy for being upset over a price hike? I think there's a relation to have on both sides. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now, if you want to hear another compliance story that was absolutely crazy, click on that left video. Or if you missed my latest video, check out the one on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work.